Faithfulness is a word of smallness in my mind. Like it's a it's a little bit at a time word, which I love. And so I love thinking about it that way. It's like just for today, what is the next small step? Yeah. Just for today. And if I do that for a lifetime, it does add up to more than enough. It does add up to good and faithful. Yeah. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth, writers and real life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together. Hey, More Than Small Talk friends. Thanks for joining us. Last week, we talked about just as you are and embracing who God made you. This week, we're going to talk about does it matter? Sometimes we wonder if what we do really matters. So that's the conversation we're going to have this week. Yes. I'm going to start with a confession question. What is something someone has done for you that made a really big difference? Um, a few years ago, I had a concussion and um, I was on pain meds and then muscle relaxers and I was just pretty much not able to function. And a lady who is just kind of a mothering mentor to me, she came into my home and took care of me. And so here I was, you know, this grown up needing someone to really take care of me. And it was something so simple, but it made me feel so loved that she showed up and stepped in and just took care of me, like from putting lotion on my hands or to rubbing my neck, just little things like that, that made such a big difference in a moment when I felt really weak and vulnerable. Yeah. You know, um, a couple of years ago, I was going through breast cancer for the second time. And uh, it was a few days before the big surgery, double mastectomy. And I had a couple of friends call me. They're a married couple. And he said, hey, I know that you're going to have a surgery on Monday, but why don't you take the weekend with us? And we went fishing in January in 17 degree weather. (laughs) It was crazy. I have pictures from that day. The snow was swirling. It was just a crazy, beautiful, weird, awesome day. And we had a picnic in the snow and, and just did all of these things. And it was so interesting because I know that the intention was to just be present, you know, and to be there. And I remember going into the surgery the next day and it was during you know, the pandemic and all of that. So there were a lot of precautions and I didn't have a lot of people around me, but I had that memory going in. Like the day before was so stinking cool and fun and different. And I I just love that they stepped up as friends Mm. and it made a huge difference. It really did. And in the way that I approached this big surgery, big thing. I love that. Yeah. I think I may have told this story before, but when Mark and I were dating, I was in class and it started storming Uh and I had forgotten my umbrella. And when I walked out of class, there was Mark who had come to get me with an umbrella. (laughs) (laughs) And that's so Mark, you know, like he's not a man of many words, you know, but he shows up with an umbrella when someone he loves needs one. Like. That just, I've consistently seen that in him for two decades. Like 
If someone is going through a hard time, he will quietly like go do something practical and expect no thanks. And just, I love that about him. Maybe yeah. because I am such a word person. So I tend to do the words first. Like someone's yeah. hurting, go in with the words. Yeah. And he's such a good reminder to me of like, there's so many different ways to do little things that make a big difference. Yeah. Well, there's a reason we're talking about this. And, and it's interesting to me. That none of the the stories that we shared had to do with something even ministry related. It was mm -hmm. people related. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm just going to be gut honest and say that, you know, I've lost a couple of people in the last month that were good friends that I have known for a really long time. And they're in ministry. Mm -hmm. These were women who were speakers and writers and uh, traveled all over the world to to talk about Jesus. And, and it happened very quickly. Like they got a diagnosis and then lost them within a month, these two women. And I remember the Lord kind of just, I don't know, kind of hitting my heart and saying, okay, Suze, if you just had a month, which is about what both of them were given, would you change anything? Would you do anything different than what you're doing now? And the answer was, on some things, yes. And I brought that <laughs> brought that heavy conversation to both of you, and I brought it to a couple of other friends. And I said, this has really caused me to look and say, let's look at everything I'm doing, especially when it comes to ministry. And I'm going to ask myself, if I found out that I just had a short time to live, would I continue doing those things? And if the answer is no, then why am I doing them? And so I, I know this is weighty, but I also think it's important, don't you? I do. I think it's really um, to just kind of have the self-reflection where you go, my goodness, like no, this doesn't matter. Like I'm spinning my wheels in this area when in a month from now, six months, a year from now, none of it's going to matter. So why am I like spending so much brain space on it or fretting or worrying. So I think just taking a really good inventory of what we're doing or what we're allowing to like spend and take up so much of our time is so yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. I have a resource that I would love to share with you. It's called Freedom, the Gutsy Pursuit of Breakthrough. And why I am so passionate about this message is because a lot of times we give up right before our biggest breakthrough. So if you are struggling or feeling stuck, I want to offer you some hope that your breakthrough is coming and you just keep pressing through. Don't give up because there's so much more ahead that you could ever imagine. Let's get back to our conversation. I think, too, with the stories that we shared in the beginning, the theme they all had was someone just showed up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think we put so much pressure on ourselves, not only to do all the things, but to do them perfectly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a month left, that's not what we'd be thinking about. Mm -hmm. Did I do everything perfectly? No. You know, it would be more about showing up. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's such a good reminder that like, yeah. if we just show up to what we think Jesus is inviting us to do, yeah, like that's enough. Right. Yeah. You know? It's more than enough. That's yeah. the thing. And when I looked, I, there were so many things I would want to still do. Like being able to sit with women and bring the Bible to life. 
I do that to my dying breath. Mm-hmm. It, whether that was a month or let's say that I have 40 years, you know, whatever. That's what I still want to do. I love it. Being with people, hearing their stories. So much of what I do, I'd still want to do even if I couldn't. But there was a small segment, Holly and Jennifer, that I looked at and I thought, I'm doing this because I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this because it's expected of me. I'm doing this because if I don't do it, somebody's going to point and say, are you doing enough to meet a number or to, and I promise you that day between me and the Lord, I set it down. <laughs> I was just like, no more. Because if it's not going to matter when it's a crucial time in my life, it shouldn't matter. Every day is crucial. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter now. Yeah. And if somebody looks and says, you're not doing enough to make me feel like that you're doing what I expect of you, I, I need to look at that. Yeah. And that's good. I mean, because it sounds like your decision making process was, what are my internal, eternal values? Yeah. And then what are external expectations? Yeah. And so you kept whatever aligned with your internal, eternal values. Yes. And you let go what you had taken on because of someone else's external expectation. Yeah. So I think even turning that into questions like, what do I really value? And then what expectations have I taken on that God has never asked me to carry yeah. this? Yeah. And it, it doesn't mean that we're throwing out everything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means that we're we're taking an honest look. We're inviting the Holy Spirit in to say, is there something here that's consuming my time and maybe even robbing me of what God really has for me? And and if that's if that's true, then why would I spend one more minute on that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that um so many of us, especially women in general, we put a lot of pressure and unrealistic expectations. And I had one of these moments like decades ago, I was just in the um, choir loft. I was actually miscarrying at the time. And I felt like the Lord just kind of speak to my heart um, and say, you're asking things of yourself that I'm not asking of you. And so that's kind of what I try to do when I'm doing too much or when I feel the pressure to keep or asking if it matters or to do more, try harder, hustle harder in this world, you know, am I asking things of myself that God is not asking of me? And if the answer is like, he's like, don't do that, you know, then you go, okay, like I can let go of this or hold this with loose hands and know that I'm going to focus on what really does matter in this season. Yeah. So I shared this with a couple of other friends as well. My fear was, my fear, even talking with our with our fourth chair friends today is that this would feel morbid. And, and honestly, what my friend said is she said, Susie, this is actually freeing for me. Mm. She said, because I'm at a a precipice, I'm at a crossroads and I'm asking myself, where do I go from here? Which we talked about in our last episode. And she said, all of a sudden you just like four or five rows just shut down because I was like, Nope, that's not my path. Nope, I would do that because somebody else expected me to. Or no, I would do that because it was familiar and that's what I've always done. And she said, honestly, you just freed me to ask the Lord and say, what do you have for me? What do you want me to do? And I'm going to run after that. And whether that looks like success to the world or not, 
if I'm following you and letting you do whatever miracle you want to do in me or through me, Lord, that's beautiful. Yeah. It makes me think of that verse that says, teach us to number, teach me to number my days that I may gain a heart of wisdom. Yeah. You know? And so I think there's something about that. And I think even the number thing, like teach me to number my days when our world says, you need to number your likes on social media. You need to number yes. the uh, n- events on your calendar. You yes. need to number this. You need to number that. And it's not morbid to say, teach me to number my days yeah. right. that I may gain a heart of wisdom. And I think Absolutely. that means living intentionally is really yeah. what we're talking about. Like to ha- live with a heart of wisdom, I think means to live intentionally yeah. in alignment with your values. Yeah. So to well, me, yeah, not morbid, just freeing. Yeah. Well, I, I had a friend recently say, you know, I'm exhausted by all that I'm doing on social media. And I was like, then, then why are you doing it? And she said, I have to, I have to, I have to do this to meet the expectations again. And I was like, you really don't, <laughs> you really don't have to, you do have a choice in this. And, um, you know, I think there comes a point that we trust God with what matters. Mm-hmm. And we trust that he sees success differently uh, than we do here on earth. And that obedience and following his path is is actually where the good stuff happens. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. At the end, it's well done, good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, I love that those are the two words, yeah. good and faithful. It could mm-hmm. say good and famous, good and, no. you know, whatever. And to me, good is character yeah. based in the goodness of Christ. Because, yes. you know, always our our ultimate goodness comes from him. But it's yeah. character. How, mm-hmm. how do we show up in the world every day is who he made us to be. And then faithfulness is just every day saying yes mm-hmm. to what Jesus invites us to do. Like yeah. faithfulness is a word of smallness in mm-hmm. my mind. Like it's a it's a little bit at a time word, which I love. Mm-hmm. And so I love thinking about it that way. It's like, just for today, what is the next small step? Yeah. Just for today. And if I do that for a lifetime, it does add up to more than enough. It does add up to good and faithful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as I ask the question to myself, me and the Lord alone, what would I want to continue to do, even if I couldn't? And those answers were really pretty clear to me. And some of them did involve social media, being able to to sit with women daily and pray and talk. And this podcast, goodness gracious, I I would want to continue that. It it brings me life and light, and I love it. But also, as you make your own list, as you sit down and invite the Holy Spirit in, there may be things that he shows you that says, this is consuming you, sis, and it makes you tired. And you don't have to do it anymore, you know, and, and giving yourself permission to hear that voice and, and respond yes to it. Yeah. Sue, so you mentioned making a list. Like, what did you actually do that our listeners might want to try? Like, did you just sit and pray about it and journal or did you make an actual list or what did that process look like for you? Well, I think the first process was recognizing the Holy Spirit using this event in my life mm-hmm. to say, um, Susie, what really matters? So listening is is important, but then taking an intentional step. And I literally, I put down, I had a journal, I opened it up and I invited the Holy Spirit in and I said, show me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
because I'm so caught up in it. This can become my identity. And it wasn't just ministry. It was kind of everything that I'm doing. And a lot of it stayed there. Like, I'm in this, Susie. I'm partnering with you. But there were, when I began to write down some of these and say, this is exhausting and I'm doing it because I think I have to, Mm -hmm. or I think I need to meet somebody else's expectations, is I began to make steps to back away from those things Mm -hmm. or to put them down completely. And sometimes that takes time. Yeah, that's good. So yes, that can be your challenge this week is set aside some time with you and Jesus and a blank piece of paper and ask, what are you calling me to and what am I carrying that I'm ready to set down? Yeah, that's good. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.